2: Yo, what's up and welcome inside the SI Gambling Podcast brought to you by DraftKings, Corey Pawson, the Fantasy Executive, and Frankie Fatstacks on a glorious Monday, another great day for the Vegas Whisper Shops. You get those plays if you are a member of the SI Fantasy Pro community. I had a good day yesterday, Frankie, well, outside of Dak Prescott, and we'll get into that in a little bit, but you know, I had a very good day, very good day, very celebratory day yesterday. As a matter of fact, undefeated yesterday for the Fantasy Executive. Ooh,
0: in betting or Fantasy embedding. Wow. That's, that's what I'm talking about. I almost was able to live up to that kind of standards there, Corey, because as we know, I mean, once again, the two auto fade plays besides the Vegas whisper sharp plays, but the two auto pick plays and just automatically fading Adam Gase and Dan Quinn, once again, cash and cash easily.
2: And those are the two I did right there. And I put the Cleveland Browns on that too. So we got those three done right there. And then we came back last night and hit them with the world champion Los Angeles Lakers. Congratulations to them. But, um, do got some more interesting stuff we're going to get into today. We got Monday night football, of course. Um, uh, maybe see if Frankie got a little bit of information on what's going on tomorrow night. We got some, we got two baseball games. Well, we got one of the baseball games to be starting early, so we'll focus on the night game and, 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 the, um, and the National League. And, uh, but I want to start with, uh, with some of those, with some of that action from yesterday, and particularly the Houston Texans game. That was the game that I had felt pretty good about the Texans side during the week. I got scared off it because all the love for Jacksonville yesterday, but the Texans actually were able to come through, Frankie.
0: Yeah, I was shocked. I was like I said, it was a stay away game for me. I actually was a little bit nervous about how they would really respond. I know that we know that they all wanted Bill O'Brien out, which unfortunately I myself wanted him in uh, for per- <laughs> <laughs> for personal selfish reasons. As I lost, you know, I lost an auto fade, and now we lost another auto fade with Dan Quinn being axed. Please or you know, uh, Mr. Johnson, Johnson & Johnson brothers over there with your baby powder and everything else that you have going on. Leave Adam Gase alone. The guy's doing a tremendous job, a tremendous job for making sure that we all make money in our pockets because it's an easy, easy money play every week and an easy money grab as the Jets continue to go 0-5 ATS through the first five weeks. I don't care what they do straight up because we know the New York Jets will probably get that number one pick and be in the running for Trevor Lawrence next year in the NFL draft, but we want to see that going. But I'll be honest, it looked like, uh, you know, you were right, Corey, the Houston Texans, they came to play and they look like a much different motivated team and specifically on the defensive side of the ball as those guys really came to play and took it to guard the Minshew and uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars and really shut down James Robinson who was really setting, you know, the fantasy world on fire up until yesterday, he really had a a drop-off and a a serious regression against that defense. But you were right, the money also completely flied in on – jacksonville backing them in some spots here in vegas that number actually closed down at five in some spots there was a lot of strong love to the jaguars and as you highlighted
2: the houston texans they came through in a big way with a 16 point win las vegas raiders go into kansas city and cover the number and pull it off on the money lines head out to the las vegas raiders for that one going up to kc and shutting down pat mahomes and the boys giving them their first loss of the season we also saw the cincinnati Bengals not show up for us frankie
0: Oh, man, that was one of the targets of the Vegas Whisper Shops, as we say. And I always stress here at SI Gambling and all the SI Pro community knows it. We know that we don't run from the losers in this full transparency, Corey, with all of our wages. Everything is not only documented, but I also highlight I never shy away from what or not to talk about the ones that were complete losers. And wow, this game, I was expecting so much more. So were the Vegas Whisper Shops who moved this line down in some spots. It closed as low as 11 uh, in certain spots yesterday here in Vegas to the Jaguars and boy did they really look like they were playing a college team versus an NFL team because the Ravens defense completely shut down Joe Burrow and made him look like a rookie and a rookie who would struggle for the first time all season because Joe Burrow was putting up great fantasy numbers and they just took it and shut it down the Bengals reverted back to looking like the Bungles of years ago and you know that was not a good sight but boy they were never in that game from start to finish and I don't know if it was the rain or the weather I mean I don't want to use, make up excuses the Ravens defense they really came to play and they just put the hammer down on the Cincinnati Bengals with a 24 point win that was probably not even as close as the final
2: score indicated all right there you go right there so now let's get ready to turn the page and before but before we do that though I want to hop on uh right quick over like I said I want to give congratulations congratulatory shout out to LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers, obviously win this one for Kobe and Gianna. So shout out to, to the Los Angeles Lakers family on this championship down there in the bubble. And also shout out to Adam Silver for pulling it off and making and getting this done and actually getting this done pretty well as far as the play on the court goes. Uh, championship odds for 2021. The Los Angeles Lakers are plus 350. The Clippers are plus 400. Milwaukee Bucks plus 500. The Golden State Warriors, these odds are all currency of the DraftKings Sportsbook. Come in at six to one and plus six hundred, followed by the Brooklyn Nets at nine to one and the Miami Heat at nine to one. So that's how we're looking on the first lines on the DK Sportsbook for the twenty twenty one NBA Championship. Now let's go over like we were mentioning earlier. The big story in the sports world yesterday was the gruesome injury that Dak Prescott suffered. Um, obviously he'll be out for the season. He had successful surgery last night. So thoughts and prayers to Dak. Obviously, me being somebody who is uh, a vested interest in the Dallas Cowboys. We want to see Dak come back and continue to lead this franchise. Updated NFC East title odds, Frankie. The Dallas Cowboys still plus 100 even money with Andy Dalton as the quarterback.
0: Yeah, I think Andy Dalton showed yesterday. That was one of the games, Corey, that I actually jumped in live. And I took the Cowboys, uh, you know, when they were down against the Giants and boy, did they come through? I got them at plus four and a half when they were losing the game. And I thought it was a great number and a mistake. And boy, it, it looked like it was making me a little bit nervous there as the Giants were putting up a little bit of a fight. But once again, Daniel Jones still cannot find the end zone with a roadmap. This team, he has no, he hasn't thrown a touchdown pass. I don't believe, you know, and on the entire season, am I correct in saying that Corey? He may, he may, he may have one, if not none. I actually think he might actually still have none. I thought for sure with the way that this – listen, we talked about it last week here on the SI Gambling Podcast that this was a game that was getting a lot of attention as the game opened with the Dallas Cowboys here in Vegas uh, the previous Wednesday at plus 12 on the Giants. And by the time this game kicked off, there were some spots around town here in Vegas where the Cowboys were straight – Seven-and-a-half-point favorites only. So this line moved tremendously, and boy, was that the right move. As we see, even without Dak Prescott's injury, the Cowboys were probably never going to cover that eight-point number, and that was a game that the the betters were completely on the right side in backing Daniel Jones and the Giants. But it's amazing that that was able to take place, despite the fact that he was not able to find the end zone or throw a touchdown pass once again. But, man, like you said, our hearts and our prayers all go out to Dak Prescott. Godspeed, Dak. I hope you get back on the field, um, you know, in a quick fashion because the the fantasy world needs you, the NFL needs you. He's one of the premier quarterbacks at the position right now in the NFL. And like Corey, you and I were talking about before we came on air, this made me think about, you know, a player who's not on obviously the similar ilk or similar status of. Dak Prescott, but years ago there was a New York Jets player, uh, running back by the name of Leon Washington, at a Florida State University, and he had the same kind of situation where he played without a contract um, coming up for the next season, and he suffered a gruesome compound fracture of his ankle, same as Dak did, and he and the New York Jets never paid him. They never gave him his money. He did have a cup of tea for a few more seasons in the league going to the Seattle Seahawks and a few other teams along the way, but he never got that big contract and that big payday that he rightfully deserved as one of the premier punt and kickoff returners, as well as a guy who was elusive out of the backfield. And it makes me think about Dak Prescott, Corey, and it also makes me think that some of these players, they may be, you know, have a real serious leg to stand on when it comes to now holding out until they get paid because these kind of serious contracts, I hope Dak gets his money. He deserves his money. And not only that, I hope he can come back and be able to play at the same level once again because this is a gruesome, horrific injury, and I hope it never derails Dak's career because he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL.
2: No doubt. I agree with everything that you said on that one, Frankie. Now, you go you go through that, and then you go to the awards. Now, Dak wasn't going to win the MVP this year. Obviously, we already know the kind of season Russell Wilson is having in the Cowboys, so like they're going to struggle to get wins. But Dak Prescott now off the board on DraftKings, Ben Roethlisberger has moved up to plus twenty five hundred to so twenty five to one on Roethlisberger. Interesting, moving down Kyler Murray at four to one and Deshaun Watson at now five to one. Russell Wilson obviously is the favorite at even money.
0: Yeah, when you're referring to you know Kyler Murray, you actually you know it's it's it you know it's it's a tough situation. He's actually down to forty to one, not four to one. I'm I sorry, I forty no. to one. My bad. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, you know, and, and in, you know, listen, Tom Brady slipping a little bit. He was seen as low as eighteen to one around some spots here in Vegas, and I think he was even lower on DraftKings Sportsbook. They're actually showing him now at thirty-three to one. Lamar Jackson has also regressed, uh, as you know, in terms of his odds. Um, he's, he's actually standing at sixteen to one. But Patrick Mahomes is still looks really attractive to me at six to one, and so does Josh Allen at double digits. Still, I don't think he's getting the respect that he rightfully deserves. If I had a choice right now uh, between Ben Roethlisberger at 25-1 to 1 and Josh Allen at 11-1, to 1, my money would be looking towards Josh Allen. If they are able to come away with a nice substantial victory tomorrow night, hopefully, fingers crossed, the NFL does get that game in against the Tennessee Titans who have been unfortunately battling the COVID-19 pandemic and the illnesses. It's ravaging their players and their staff and going through that entire franchise right now. Josh Allen to me at
2: 11-1, Corey, I'm intrigued by those double-digit odds. No doubt. I think that's a good point you bring up. And uh, Josh Allen is very intriguing. But I just look at what Russell Wilson, I know it's even money, so everybody wants to take the shot. But I think that uh, Russell Wilson is even money for a, a reason. And I, and I think we can see those odds drop lower. All right, let's get ready to get into it and talk about some action on the field, some game action tonight, Monday Night Football. We got the Chargers and the Saints, and I'll be honest with you, I was trying to wait on that information. But when I got up with a little bit of research on this game, I had the Saints at minus six and a half and it was it was juiced like he was getting ready to go to to, to the seven. I hopped on it, Frankie, at Saints minus six and a half. I think they're going to get it done for me. Yeah,
0: there's been a lot of strong support, Corey, and I'm a little bit surprised. I think that there's a lot of betters out right now that are actually a little bit concerned about this altercation that we learned about over the weekend between Michael Thomas, who's now been suspended uh, for the game for punching a teammate. Um, over this over the weekend during a practice or a walkthrough, uh, and there's not really been too much that's been divulged in regards to this right now. But I, I think betters are a little bit concerned whether this is going to divide the locker room a little bit. Maybe you know some, do some of the players actually back Michael Thomas or the play, as opposed to the player that he wound up punching uh, on the team, and I'm a little bit concerned. But betters right now, core, you talked about it. This game got as high as eight. Um, here in Vegas, and now it's crashed all the way down to six and a half, and I believe it's still it's still sitting seven flat over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Yeah, but uh, I'm looking at a
2: seven. I'm looking at a seven flat right now.
0: Yeah, because you're right. This number did come below that Mendoza line and that prime number of seven um, for a little bit. But then as soon as it was there, it looks like a lot of Sharps or a lot of other betters as well, Corey, felt the same way that you did despite the juice. They wanted to back uh, the Saints at home. And hopefully this doesn't really derail their season right now and and hurt them from a fantasy perspective because we know a lot of people, depending on Alvin Kamara and Drew Brees in tonight's game, to be able to win their fantasy matchup in week five. So they're looking for a strong output right now. And obviously, we're going to be looking at that game. And there's going to be a lot of eyes glued to not only this spread, but how did the Saints respond? Did they come out flat? Are they a little bit concerned about what took place, which we really don't know that much about, other than he is suspended in terms of Michael Thomas and really what took place. And if the team is divided upon that suspension and the ruling by the the club in deciding to, you know, bench their star player who did miss three games due to an ankle injury and hasn't been seen on the field since week one. So, Corey, it is an interesting side for me right now. I actually think that this is a stay-away pregame, and I'll be interested to see how they come out. If they come out a little bit flat, there may be an opportunity where you can get these Saints at a much better price and a much rather you know demand on that spread in play and in running And maybe if you think there's a chance that they could come back and make some adjustments to come out a little bit more fired up in the second half, they could offer more value there as opposed to laying the seven
2: pregame. When you look at the total, it's been bouncing around between 50 and 49 and a half. Interesting total. The Chargers bring in their rookie quarterback, uh, Justin Herbert. Uh, Austin Eckler is out for the Chargers. Keenan Allen getting that work, but you also look at a situation where, you know, you have Josh Jackson and Josh, excuse me, Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly in the backfield.
0: Yeah. Well, as we know, Corey, uh, last week, uh, Anthony Lynn, you know, showed a, a strong vote of confidence, uh, proclaiming that uh, Herbert would now be the starter for the remainder of the season due to his strong start in his rookie campaign. And I can't, I think, I think the move is justified. And 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 telling him that he now has the starting role going forward for the remainder of 2020. But I agree with you. Without Austin Eckler in this game, I think they're going to look to depend upon the short passing game with Hunter Henry as well as Keenan Allen and maybe look to grind it out. I actually believe that in your know, over at the DraftKings uh, in terms of DFS. I actually prefer Justin Jackson tonight and his overall value as opposed to Joshua Kelly. I know Joshua Kelly is getting a lot of the pregame love, but I think jo- Justin Jackson may be the guy that actually puts forth the better fantasy numbers in this game, and I think they're going to see the clock tick, and I think that's one of the reasons why, Corey, the Vegas Whispers Sharps, and we shared this with all SI Pro members last night, they jumped late Sunday night all over the under 50 in this game, and that is the official Vegas Whispers play for Monday Night Football tonight, and we're looking for uh, a low-scoring game once again, or a game that's going to stay under 50 points. Now, overall, Corey, last uh, in Week Five so far, we have actually seen the under go seven and five uh, for betters right now because there's been some higher totals and slight regression in some of these games. As we, as all NFL betters know, these games seem that they were flying over the total in every single game, every single week, but we're starting to see those numbers. And those adjusted numbers start to catch up, and maybe a little bit of defenses starting to catch up, and you know with the offenses as well due to the injuries, perhaps to the offensive side of the ball. Or, you know, as we know from a fantasy perspective, we're all scouring the waiver wire every week, as it seems like another star injured player at each of the respective positions, the skill position players are going down on a weekly basis, and I think that's also starting to hurt overall uh, totals as well as it's seven and five to the under so far, and we're hoping Corey. Uh, all of us here at SI Gambling and the SI Pro community at the Vegas Whispers shops can extend that and make it eight and five to the under through thirteen games in week twelve. Uh, week now,
2: five. I am I agree with you with that because as soon as I got that alert, me being an SI Fantasy Pro member, as soon as I got that alert and sort of that article was out, I went there, and I hopped on my guy in Jersey, and I said, put the rest of it on the under. Now, as far as tomorrow night's game goes, if we do if we do get it in. Buffalo Bills, Tennessee Titans, Frankie. Right now, DraftKings has Buffalo laying three and a half on the road. The total is fifty three. Have you heard anything about this game um from a from ha- from a handicapping perspective?
0: No, to be honest, Corey, I mean, it's, it's been a really quiet because a lot of, you know, I've been reaching out to a lot of my sources trying to figure out what's going on with this game. And there, you know, some sports books, very respected sports books out here in Vegas, as of this morning, they still didn't even, they weren't even willing still to put a lineup on this game because of the fact that they're not sure if 100% if this game is going to still be played. But we're hoping that it is, but because of the fact that these, these sports books that normally we get a lot of the information from and we're waiting to see, these guys are all being pushed and funneled towards tonight's game because of the fact that a lot of these books still don't have a line. Now, as you referenced, DraftKings Sportsbook does have a line. It's sitting at three and a half, and it's, you know, with a total of fifty three. And I'm really not so sure that the Tennessee Titans, we still don't even know. Is AJ Brown gonna get on the field? It's rumored that he's he's being listed right now. It's questionable. He did participate in the Limited practices last week. A lot of people are expecting them to get out there, but if he doesn't play, we already know that Adam Humphries is out as well as Corey Davis. He is out as well as both players are on the COVID-19 list right now, suffering from the, the, uh, the virus right now. And, you know, Corey, I'll, I'll be honest. If you and I have to talk about it off the top of our heads, if Corey Davis, Adam Humphries, and A.J. Brown aren't able to make it a go tomorrow night, who are the starting wide receivers for the Tennessee Titans? So I actually believe that this line is not low enough. I think three and a half would be an absolute gift to anyone with the way that the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen are playing right now, especially since, I don't know, outside of Derrick Henry, they're going to stack the box. Who on that team besides Jonu Smith, I mean, but we know that he's not a a blazing guy. He's not going to take the cover off the top of the defense. I really don't know. Who's really going to be able to get down the field and help Ryan Tannehill? I think they could struggle immensely in this game because the Buffalo Bills have a top five NFL defense. And we see that with them being off to a 4-0 start. And I'll be honest with you, Corey. I don't know how they would get the job done. Just who would be catching passes if A.J. Brown isn't able to go tomorrow
2: night? Atlanta Braves and the Los Angeles Dodgers get the National League Championship Series kicked off. Tonight, first pitch a little bit after eight o'clock on the East Coast. Atlanta Braves throwing out Max Fried. Dodgers, you get Walker Bueller minus a dollar Excuse me, I'm sorry, minus one forty eight for the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Atlanta Braves are plus one twenty five for the night. As far as the series go, Frankie, the uh, Atlanta Braves are plus one seventy eight. The Dodgers minus two twenty five. Let's tackle the series first and then get into tonight's game.
0: Yeah, well, for me, I mean, obviously we already know that Tampa Bay, they look really strong once they unfortunately took out our Yankees, Corey. I I wasn't too happy to see the New York team bow out. But I think that kind of momentum right now is going to carry them. I think they're just too strong. And we saw they already got one victory uh, in game one on Sunday. Uh, So we know that Tampa Bay is already up one game to none. And I think that this is where uh, the season ends for the Houston Astros from a series perspective, in my opinion. I think that the Tampa Bay Rays are going to take it to them. I think, you know, obviously uh, it, it's, you know, they've they've had, they, the Astros afford an uphill battle both in the media with fans and everything else, and rightfully so. They were caught cheating with the banging on the drums and stealing signals. So they, they actually, in my opinion, they don't deserve to be in the World Series again. So I actually think, though, it, it, they actually won't have that opportunity. Tampa Bay is just too strong. And then on the other side, that's my World Series winner right now if I had to pick a team. I said it before the World Series even started. I think the Dodgers are just way too strong for everyone else and that that addition of Mookie Betts just makes that team just go to another level especially with that pitching staff and we're seeing even Clayton Kershaw who's had h- historical struggles pitching in the postseason has actually pitched well so I think the Dodgers are just way too strong but I think we're going to be looking at the at a Dodger Tampa Bay World Series
2: and do you think the Dodgers get that started tonight with a, uh in 148
0: uh, to be honest, Corey, I mean this there's, there's been some love here to the Max Fried and the Atlanta Braves in game one. So if that money actually continues to steam in on the Atlanta Braves, me as a personal lean, I actually think I may be back in the Dodgers right now because I see some spots here in Vegas where I actually can get down on the Dodgers right now at $1.35. If that goes down to like $1.32 right now, that look that's the price that the target price that I'm looking for. If it goes down there, Corey, I'm back in the Dodgers. I don't think that the Dodgers lose game one. I'm a little bit surprised. Surprised by this line movement right now. And I don't really understand it, to be honest. You know, but we'll see what happens. I mean, there's some spots around town where the Dodgers, uh, excuse me, the Braves opened catching $1. thirty on the plus side. And now they're down to plus $1. twenty at that same respected book. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, over at DraftKings Sportsbook, Uh, I I am not really sure. Let's see, Corey, do you have a number on that game? What are they showing? DraftKings
2: Sportsbook right now, Atlanta Braves are plus 125. They're catching a dollar and a quarter right now, the Atlanta Braves.
0: Yeah, so that's that's almost like it's still five cents higher than I'm seeing here than obviously in Vegas. But for me, Corey, I actually believe there could be value, and I think the people's parlay may want to look towards what you were talking about, maybe the
2: Saints as well as the under or even the under and the Dodgers interesting stuff right there we might be able to get down on that one too hopefully we can keep the good times rolling tomorrow we'll probably get more information on that football game for you let you know what's going on with that and then we we'll start ready to push into week number six of the nfl season it's been a tried and true struggle but we are figuring out a way to make money so there goes that one right there all right so there you go you got your you got your play under that's your vegas whisper play under we got dodgers going on tonight too I'm going with the Saints. I believe Frankie is catching the seven with the Saints. So there's no play on you for that one, Frankie. I mean, with the Chargers. Yeah, there's,
0: yeah, there's, no, there's no play right now for me. I do lean towards uh, the, the Chargers catching the seven for myself. But once that line, if it does like you did, if you got six and a half, I kind of do lean towards the uh, Saints getting the job done. But like I said, for me, as a side perspective, Corey, I'll, no be, looking ch- I'll be jumping in and running.
2: All right, there you go right there, Frankie. Get it and catch it live. All right, so for my man, Frankie Fat Stacks, McCorey Pawson, the fantasy executive, shout out to everybody that's rocking with us. Keep making that money. Don't forget, SI Fantasy Pro is how you can be like us and have a couple extra dollars for the holiday. We out.